What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the comic book lair. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. And dude, it's good to see you, buddy. Dude, I haven't even chatted to you that much this week. I know. Man. I haven't it's got been... like one phone call from you all week. I just figured you you gave up. You were it's done been, with it. It's been just a busy week, man. Summer started, you know, kids are on summer break, and it's like pedal to the metal, dude. Never ending. Yeah, I know. How's uh how's it going in your neck of the woods? Pretty good, man. I mean, pretty busy week. Uh, work's been boring, to be honest with you. I hope no one from work tunes in. <laughs> but <laughs> we need to send you some stuff to do, my man. You could come help me because I have been slammed. Yeah, work's just this time of year, man. It's always the summertime is just this lull at work, and it's kind of kind of boring. But I'm trying to power through, you know. Yeah, I hear you. But, dude. Are we gonna the get Nuggets into, aren't going to lose I, a game. I knew it. I knew it. Are we going to get into the sports layer right away? I knew it. Nuggets are, I, I think they're going to sweep them. I, I think the same as you. I think that even though I'm rooting for, you know, Jimmy B, I just like him. I like that type of player. We said that before. But the Nuggets are just, I don't think they're going to lose a game. No. And I don't think it's going to be a matchup at all. Yeah. And did you see that Jimmy Garoppolo can't even pass his physical to play on the Raiders, the, dude? Yeah, I did watch that. So That's he might fine. not even play. And uh, people are speculating that because Tom Brady is part owner now and he had him like fill this thing out where he could technically be an owner and play. And everyone's like, they're not going to let, they're going to have Tom Brady play. I'm like Tom Brady is not coming for out of retirement for the to Raiders? play for the Raiders because he's no. like part owner of the Raiders now. Is he? Yeah. I don't, that would be like a, like a conflict of interest. Don't you think? Would it be kind of weird? I guess, but I think it's like he he works something out. I don't know. I who knows if I, anything I'm reading's even real. Yeah, I don't know. We're it's pretty spot on when it comes to sports. <laughs> we are, <laughs> we are, dude. Uh, the Heat just don't have what it takes. I don't think they're going to win a game. I think you're right. I think me and you should be featured on ESPN this coming week. We can replace Stephen A. and Skip. <laughs> Dude, did you see, did you see this Shannon Sharp backed out and he's not doing it anymore? No, I didn't get to watch a lot of TV this week, man. Shannon Sharp's out. He's like, I'm out on this skip, dude. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I got a, I got something to tell you. I'm going to just lay it on the table. Rip it. I don't know if you're going to be proud of me or if you're just going to laugh because you know how we do when we get into something. Oh, no. I hope you won that paddle, by the way. I'm a pickleballer, bro. <laughs> I had some buddies at work get me into pickleball, and I am all in. Like, you don't have to be the most athletic dude, and you can just be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> does that make sense? It does make sense. But will you do me a, a favor, and will you explain to me what the heck is going on in pickleball? Like, I haven't watched a video uh, I should have for Let you. Let me tell you this. It's like a mix of three sports and I am uh, no professional yet. And I say yet because I'm getting serious. Um, but it's a mix of like ping pong, badminton, and um, I don't know, tennis, I guess. All right. Kind of throwing all together. So you have these paddles. They're, they're like oversized uh, ping pong paddles to me. What they feel like. Just bigger. Okay. They're like hard. They're not, they're not like a racket, like with like strings going around like a tennis racket, you know? Yeah. They're like a solid paddle, like ping pong, but bigger. And then the ball's like a wiffle ball, like a, a bigger version of like, you know, those golf wiff, wiffle balls. Yeah. It's like that, but bigger. And, and what um, is like, what are the rules though? The rules are weird, man. I learned there's this uh, area called the kitchen. You don't want to get in the kitchen. I'll tell you that. And that's like the front line and the court's a lot smaller too than a, like a, like a tennis court, but bro, it is fun. It's fast paced and, um, I'm in it. I already ordered paddles. <laughs> of course you did. I was looking at Why bags. Dude, my wife was like, you better not. And I'm like, I at least need a paddle. Let me get a paddle. And I, and it's something too like. How much did you spend on a paddle? Here we go. I will say I reframed. I was, I did very good. You would be proud because usually I would already spent a couple hundred bucks easy. 
You know what I mean? Like right away, I would have bought like a $150 paddle. I would have went and bought a bag. I would have bought some gear, some clothes, you know. Yeah. But I didn't do that. I didn't do that. So you should be proud of me. What I did do, though, is <laughs> <laughs> because I, I, I was showing it to my wife and she's like, oh, I might be interested in playing, which I thought was cool. And so I bought this. I, I just bought like a set on Amazon. It was like, I think it was actually on sale for like 60 bucks. Came with two paddles and like four balls and a little like bag. Yeah. I mean, it's not the best, but um, it'll get me going for a couple of weeks and then I'm going to have to upgrade. <laughs> that I'm going to have. He already knows it's baked in. I'm already trying to put spin on the ball like I'm playing ping pong. Let me ask you pong. a question. Let yeah. me ask you a question. Do you imagine that you will get better if you buy a more expensive paddle and stuff? Or why do you want that the new expensive paddle when you're going to go get one? That's a very good question, but I will tell you this. <laughs> I'm I asking think... because I have a reason for myself because I'm the same way. And I, I, and like, for me, it's always like, well, that new paddle is going to give me the leg up against Greg from accounting and I'm going <laughs> to knock it out. For one, um, I do think I have the mentality of buy buy once, cry once, right? Because if I do something once, but and I you're know, buying a whole lot of once. I know, but listen, <laughs> that's true. Let's just stick with paddle with with pickleball and paddles here for a second. Okay. <laughs> like when I do something, and I know I like it, and like there's a bunch of guys I work with that play the sport, so I know it's not like going to be like another one like rock climbing where I don't have a buddy to rock climb with. Yeah. And um, so I'm like, why am I going to buy a $20 paddle when I'm going to want a better one anyways, eventually, <laughs> like I might as well buy the good one right up front. <laughs> and I got to look like I know what I'm doing when I'm going to the courts. Oh Here's gosh, the thing, dude. though. Let me tell you, let me tell you this. Just. No, like when you're getting into pickleball, like I, I learned the hard way, dude, I'm, I'm there playing and the community was awesome. Like, um, like there's people everywhere. And I thought pickleball was like, an, like no offense if there's any old people listening here, but I thought pickleball was like an old person sport. You do that when you're, you know, when you're retired, when it's you're retired dying. Insert. Yeah. Like who plays pickleball? Well, I went out there and there's people all ages out there. I seen probably high school kids all the way to people that were, you know, they look like they were rolling in in a wheelchair and then getting out there and slamming some pickleball. What around. are the chances that the old comic book dad is sponsored by a pickleball company by next year's end? <laughs> Not very high. <laughs> I'll tell you that. But I will tell you this. You can't ever underestimate anybody. So we're playing and like there's people everywhere and you can like go and put your paddle like on the fence to like play next. You know, like if you have a group of two, you can put two paddles up and like whoever wins, you would go in and play them. Right. And I think we had a group of like maybe five dudes and you play two two V two. And all of a sudden, dude, this old dude. Is he that had, how it normally is? I'm sorry to keep interrupting you, but you can play singles. Singles. Yeah, you can play singles. It's harder. Um, but we had a group, so we were playing 2v2. And this dude shows up and he had to be 65 plus. Was he crushing it though? Dude, let me tell you this. You don't under, ever underestimate an old. If you <laughs> see an old guy walking up on the court with a knee brace. He's all taped up. He's oh got the pickleball gosh. gear on. You know he means business. And he was giving us all pointers. He was te he was a, a, a instructor oh. at some other community, and he oh. was just coming in crushing it, dude. He was telling me where to stand, where to hit, what, and I loved it because I was brand new out there, you know. So I was like, dude, this guy is a wizard. I better listen to everything he says. And um, I beat him. My team beat his team, and I felt pumped. <laughs> Let me tell you this, though. You know how you and I, were, we always are talking about, like, being competitive and everything? Yeah. I just hope I don't take it too far, because I was competitive out there. Really? Yes, dude. I wanted to Against just... the old dude? Everybody. <laughs> But I did get to, my buddy, one of my buddies I was with, he did give me some good, like, 
you know how like every sport or whatever you get into has like etiquette, like the unwritten rules that you never do. So he gave me some good tips to not make anybody mad while I'm out there. So I was stoked, man. It, I'm telling you, I'm in. You should go to your local court and just. I don't even know if there is one around me. Oh, there's got to be. It's take, It's taken off. Dude, and all these um, athletes are starting to buy teams. Like Tom Brady uh, owns a team. Larry Fitzgerald. Tom Brady owns one of everything. Well, like Larry Fitzgerald owns a team. I think um, Drew Brees owns a team. Like all these guys are um, sponsoring teams and buying pickleball teams. It's getting big, man. And what's cool, dude, is my son is stoked on it. Every morning he's waking up, he's like, Dad, let's play pickleball. Me and him are just dinking it back and forth in the kitchen, dude. It's been a blast. So it's like tennis, but is the court smaller? Oh, yeah. It's a lot smaller than tennis. All right. All right. Maybe I'll drive down for a weekend and we could get a little rip some pickleball back and forth. Bro. And the the cool thing about it is it's like once you buy a paddle, like it's not like you're you can set just, for life. Yeah, you can just go down. Until I mean, you want to upgrade. You want to upgrade next week. <laughs> <laughs> but dude, you know me, dude. My Instagram feed is full of nothing but pickleball. I've been watching pickleball YouTube. I've been studying the rule book. Do you I've been worry looking about burnout though. Like I've been go, looking at shoes. That's how bad it is. They don't getting. make pickleball shoes. Hundred percent. No, they don't. Dude, check them out. Skechers, K Swiss, K Swiss. <laughs> I didn't even know that was still around until I started looking at a tire. Oh my gosh, dude! But um, no, I get what you're saying about burnout, but um. It's just fun, man. I don't know. I I had a blast. I've only played twice. I'm I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go tomorrow morning. Yeah, I don't have anybody to go with, but I just might show up and put my paddle on the fence. I'm rooting for you to get a match against the old dude again. He needs it, his revenge on you. <laughs> his name was Randy too. I called him the Randalion. Randalion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but seriously. I might go tomorrow. I'll, I'm going to be, I'm going to go solo. I don't know if I can go though. I'm nervous. Like I never just, who does that? My wife was like, are you really going to go by yourself and just go and say, Hey, can I play? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dudes I guess. do it for basketball and stuff. Like sit in there and wait, for, like pick yeah. up. And there was multiple dudes when I went uh, last week that were just solo players and they would just show up and just start like, Dudes that showed up and they had a bag and they were like taking their shoes out and like some dude was like rubbing something on his paddle. Like, I don't know if he was waxing his paddle up to get a little more spin on it. (laughs) But I'm in it. You can put wax on your paddle too? I don't know. I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure that's what he was doing, but he was, it looked like that's what he was doing. I wanted to ask him. Paddle. He was waxing the old paddle to get some spin on it, top spin or All something. Right. Yeah, but I'm well, in. Dude, it. I'm glad that you found something to uh, dive into and have some fun with, bro. That's that's important, and I love that Lem sticker, man. Just FYI, did you get some sun, dude? That's another thing. I've been, I've been. Oh, because it's outside, burnt. huh? Yeah, I got burnt. Uh, I got to find an indoor court. I can't do those outdoor courts. There, You know what? There's this place opening up near me, and we'll get off this topic soon, but it's called uh, Chicken and Pickle or Pickle and Chicken. You can go in and order some chicken and play some pickleball. No I'm way. not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm going once it opens. Pickleball is all the rage out there in AZ, huh? Well, it's like perfect weather year-round. You can play it all the time. But you got it like right now, you got to get out there like six. That many six. people playing pickleball. I'll send you a I'll send you a pick tomorrow, me on the court, and you'll be impressed with how packed it is. All right. Yeah, you got to remember right. the area of town I live in originally was like a retirement town. So it's booming. Do the old dudes get frustrated with all the young guns showing up to rip the ball super well, hard here, th- dude that's some unwritten rules that i've learned because I, you know if someone's stepping on the court i'm slamming it <laughs> <laughs> no just kidding no 
But uh, like my buddy was telling me, he's like, you got to be careful. Like if you get on a court and you look across the court from me and there's like a 80 year old dude, like you can like do like little dink shots, they call it, where it like just goes over the net. And he's like, if they're playing back, don't hit a dink shot because you know that old man's not running up to get it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, poor old Bruce out there <laughs> cracking his head on the court because he did a dink shot. Yeah. So that's the last thing I need is to make someone take a header. That's rad, man. I'm going to check it out, see if there's not one around me that I can get into, but I I, I don't know. know, I think you would like it. I think you would like it a lot. I remember, I think we even played it in team sports in high school. It sounds really familiar with old, uh, with old coach Flem. Flem. Let's not go down that road because he got into some trouble when we left that school. Let's not go there, but old Coach Fleming, he uh, definitely let us play some pickleball and some badminton. I remember we had that yeah, back-to-back. Yeah. Anyways, love, check it out. I, love, I think you would dig it. Yeah. Because dudes like me with. and you, dudes, I'm telling you, dudes like we me and you, it up. we could run the court for a couple hours and not even have to worry about it. I mean, I'm semi-athletic, I think, and we could be good. All right. <laughs> That's the thing about pickleball. Like you could any you you don't underestimate anybody because they could just be champs. It's too bad I didn't live out there because it'd be fun to play on a team with you. But I don't know if I want to play with. If you and I played on a team, we would take it way too serious. Though that's the only thing. Because yeah, at, I mean, I know we always talk about you know like just having fun over being competitive, but. I know if we got together on a pickleball team, we would come up with some cool name. We would get matching shirts and we would be out there just like the pickleball dragons or something, dude, just slaying it every weekend. I think the thing that would really upset people is just how pumped up we would be if like we got a point or we scored or we win. I would, dude. I had some shots that I didn't even like, I was impressed that I made and I was just like, you know, when you get fired up and you just yell you out like stop a, that yeah dude you just you gotta get pumped that. i'm like slapping paddles with my partner i'm getting carried away here but anyways it was fun dude dude <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our bo dub man hey i'm nervous to talk talk about this one with you that's for sure why is that Let's just get into it. I don't want to say anything too much uh, before, you know, let, let's tell everybody what we're getting into. And uh, you want to do the overview? Yeah, we're getting into a Simon Cross thriller, Too Dead to Die by Guggenheim and Schalken. And That's I don't pretty know their first names. Well, Mark. I think I'm pretty close because I listened to a YouTube video of them talking about this book. Yeah, so it's Mark, Guggenheim, and Howard. Yeah. Howard Chalkin. Yep. And um, can we just, can we open this up with the one negative, just get it out of the way and never mention it again? I mean, the one big negative. Let's get it out of the way. Get it right out. The artwork is not good. You know, at first I was like, okay, this isn't bad. But then there are some like panels where it's like close-ups. Really bad. And you are just like, wow, this is weird. Yep. It's just weird, I want to say. I don't know. The faces are all distorted. There's no consistency to the size or shape of heads, like, ever. Like, do you think it was just, What's going like... on with hair? Like, what's going on with this dude's face? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you think... You know, like, when... Like, if this was, like, in pre-production and they just have, like, sample drawings, like, what would that even be called? Like where they're doing it with like, uh, yeah, like just the lines, like uh, yeah, like hey, this. I know is what just... you're talking about. They do it in animation all the time, where there's yeah. like the storyboards and then the finished. Yeah, art. exactly. Like, is this was this just the storyboards? And they're like, let's just throw this up there. You know I what I mean? See that? Like we were chalking, ran out of time, and he's like, take the storyboards and run with it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, I don't. I hate. I mean, I know they put a lot of work into it, so I don't want to say it's like... Well, here's... Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, it's better than anything I could have done. Oh, 100%. And so it feels really weird to critique something, which is like, just night and day above what I could do. But I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) Let me hear it. 
I don't know if you remember, but back in our high school days, we had a wild dream about making some comic books together. Hey, my drawing could have held its own, I think, against some of these. That's what I'm saying. We should have maybe really took it seriously because, anyway, let's leave that alone now. But uh, if you want to get into a fun thriller, it's kind of like an older James Bond at the kind of uh, towards the end of his career, would you say? 100%. 100%. But he's kind this, of like retired, right? Yeah. This uh, it, this reminded me of like um, old, like like I was watching a Sean Connery, James Bond movie. It's kind of what he reminded me of. Yeah. And so uh, Simon Cross is a CIA agent. So he's kind of like an American James Bond. Yeah. He's retired. Yeah. Yeah. And he's chilling, uh, living his retired life, kind of frustrated by it, it seems, losing a step or two. And, uh, and at first pa- he did- I don't think he likes it. I don't think he likes being retired. No, he's not a fan of it. And then his past comes knocking on the door in the form of one of his ex-lovers, because he's kind of a womanizer. Uh, Yeah, womanizer, I guess. Is that how you would say that? uh, 100%, yeah. And uh, she informs him that she has, or that they have a kid together, and she's in danger, daughter, and that he needs to do something about it. And so that kind of kicks off Simon Cross's mission. Uh, anything else you'd like to say, kind of jumping into it up front or anything I left out? No, that's kind of just a quick overview. I mean, what it is. And, um, I think you nailed it. Thanks, Pa. (laughs) Do you, are you a fan of like Southern lingo? Like Pa, y'all. Oh yeah. I say y'all, I say y'all all the time still. I, I just, uh, I don't know about Pa. Pa's a little too far for me. I wouldn't call my real dad Pa. But I think it's funny to call other people Pa. Like, yeah, Pa. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I would never call someone like I'll say y'all all day. Or yeah. uh, sometimes um, I know another one like um, I have like my mom and I have some family that live in Texas. They'll say fixing. Like I'm fixing to go to the store. Yeah, yeah. I'm fixing to go play some pickleball tomorrow morning. Um. So how do you want to go about this story? Let's get into it. So like you said, this this um, lady comes from his past. I don't even think he recognizes her right away. He doesn't, yeah. And, and she's um, like giving him a hard time about it. But when you've been with as many women as Simon Cross, I mean. Yeah, how can you remember them all? <laughs> First of all, let's say something else up front here. I guess Simon Cross, uh, CIA agent, they used to be like an older running comic. I don't know if it was a comic strip, like you could find it in newspapers or something back in the day, but this has a history in comics. Um, I couldn't find anything when I looked to like read the older stuff or anything like that, but it did exist years ago in comic book form. I think you're right. Good. I've never seen it, but um, I think you got it. I don't what got nothing else. To, I don't know. I'm looking. <laughs> this is the book. Oh. Um, and I I don't know, but I had the feeling that one of these guys had worked on it. I think Chalkin maybe did the art back in the day, but I could be wrong on that. Oh, that could but, be. Yeah, that's cool. So that made me feel like giving the art a second, like maybe a little bit of a pass. Yeah, because maybe it's from like. He's like the original OG artist on the case. Like from way back in the day. I yeah. can see that. Yeah, yeah. When somebody's on the case, do you always just assume that his name is Chase? <laughs> yeah, you always when you have kids our age, you just got to always think Chase, 100%. Sorry. No, but um kind of like you said, he he this lady shows up and he doesn't even find out from her that he has a daughter cuz while they're in mid, mid conversation, right. she yeah. gets shot through his window. Yeah. Like they're in the, uh, his apartment, she gets shot. So now he's out chasing the killer. Um, of course, he catches him because he's just a bad dude. And then he ends up getting arrested, right? Because they think it's, you know, they don't. It's a little it's a little suspicious for a dude to have a yeah. gunshot wound inside of Simon Cross's room where he jumped out of a window. Yeah, he jumped out like, I don't know, he's up a couple flights and he's just yeah. flying out. Definitely high action. A lot of big action scenes, like over the yeah. top action, action scenes um, that I thought were really cool. But um, so I did he, like the way he broke it down to the officer that was trying to get him for 
like trying to arrest him for that as you know like on murder suspicion he's like oh yeah I think he's you're smarter. gonna have to explain why the glass is on the inside of the room and yeah he's cool. he's smart as heck like he's super witty very smart he doesn't have the best one-liners. No, I will say he even that. admits it. Some of his, yes. And some of his one-liners, you're just like, you're just laughing because they're bad. And so then bad. it's so funny because then he'll follow up. He's like, man, my one-liners are like, he's getting as old as I am or something <laughs> like that, you know? And it's hilarious. And it turns out, uh, go ahead. Where are you going? So no, yeah. So he finds out that um, after he gets arrested that, you know, um, the lady, they, they mentioned that, um, he has a daughter out there somewhere and yeah. she's in danger, right? He bu- he buys into this pretty quick. Oh, I mean, how can he? Because he's, like you said, he's, I mean, he's a, like a James Bond. He's with women all around the world all the time. Yeah. So even a lot of his, like, um, people that know him, they're like surprised he doesn't have more like kids rolling around. Right. I know. <laughs> yeah. And it turns out that um, his daughter's working for some dude who's like, would you explain the what they're trying to do or what she's doing? Yeah. So, it, and it is all kind of tied in because um, this group of um, bad guys or villains or whatever you want to call them is someone he's fought in the past. And so he has a history with them. And now they're going under like uh, an alias or a different name than when he used to, you know, battle these guys. But his daughter works for this big company and she's like a geologist, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she thinks she's doing like some scientific work with like rocks and trying to figure out like climate change and like help the world. Well, the dude that is behind it all. I think he is trying to um, help like climate change, but in doing so, it's going to cause these massive, massive earthquakes that's going to kill like billions of people. Right. Yeah. And so as you, as we're getting through the story and getting deeper into the why behind everything, um, because she's all for it. She's like, man, my research is going to help people. Like we're here to, you know, help the world and this and that. And this guy figured out through her research that it can be done, but at the sacrifice of like 2 billion people or or 2 million people, I don't know, a ridiculous amount of people are going to die because it was going to cause these earthquakes. And, um, but it was going to stop like global warming or something. Yeah. Right. Yep. That was the end goal. And he was like, Hey, if we have to sacrifice that many people, then so be it. Um, kind of deal. Kind of like Thanos. Yeah, seriously. Just snapping some fingers. But yeah, so that's kind of like, I guess, the gist of of what his daughter's doing with this uh, company. Um, it used to be called, I think, Axis, A-X-I-S. And then now I think they're running into like some professional sounding name to like yeah. run all their shenanigans behind the scenes. But um, anyways, I think... Um, he finally uh, meets up with his daughter, right? And um, she at first is like thinking he's hitting on her, I think. And he's like, no, like, I just need to talk to you about something, you know? And um, so he almost like kidnaps her. She thinks she's being kidnapped by this, you know, old dude. And because he knows uh, her boss is evil. And like I said, they've had connections from the past and you kind of see some flashbacks of him, like fighting when he was younger, Oh yeah, like yeah. all these guys, you know? And so he has a history with, um, some of them and you find that out more towards the end, but, um, he kind of kidnaps her. He's explaining everything that's going on, like trying to save her. He doesn't tell her he's her dad right away though. Like, what do you think about, how how like like you said how Simon like falls for his like you know this lady does is coming to say hey I I have we have a kid together and he's like all in because he's such a smart dude I know that part it did sit weird with me and that's why I was mentioning earlier I was like he kind of just bought it without any questions yeah without questioning yeah like 
and, and I'm trying to think about how I want to say it. Cause like, and there was never a thing. It was like, Hey, I've been told I might be your dad. Let's check it out. It was just like, Nope, I'm your dad. Yeah. There was no, like, he's such a, like, he just seems like such like a analytical dude or he like, he's looking at all options and he's so intelligent. And this one, he's just like, yep. I don't know. I, know. I just thought it was kind of weird. I did too. I did too. Um, and she kind of accepts it really quickly as well, though. She does too. Yeah. Once once it finally comes out, and um, he tells her, um, even at, at this point, uh, once he does, her boss, who she's still like working with because she doesn't know his full plan yet is even telling her the same thing. Cause he knows. And he was like, I wanted to tell you, cause he, at, at this point we don't know, but he's in on the whole thing. Like this whole thing is a big setup. Yes. Yeah, cause somebody from Simon's past, who yep. he tortured and threw into some lava or something. Yeah. It looked like a, a lava pit or a fire pit or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause so they're working together. Is still alive and wants revenge on him. And so I set up this whole elaborate ruse to like the only way he could think to get Simon drawn out of his retirement and over to where he was. And uh, I just didn't get why they had to kill the mom in order for this to work. Yeah. I don't Yeah. That's very true. I don't know. Maybe just to make it look more believable. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, you want to kind of just like jump to the end because i don't want to spoil all the little twists and turns here yeah so basically here go ahead i'll let you wrap it up so i mean how much should we even say because some of this like most of this is so yeah i don't think you want to give away the big twist at the end because that's kind of the biggest the biggest thing this book has going for it yeah but simon is ends up uh just a, I guess the only way to really do this is to do it. So hashtag spoiler alert on this. If you're interested in anything James Bondy or spy thrillery, uh, stop here, pick it up, give it a read. If you don't mind spoilers like Ray and I, then keep listening. But Simon ends up finding out that that's not really his daughter at all. No, like it, like you just said, it was like this big elaborate scheme they had set up. Yeah. So this ex-nemesis can take Simon out. And that really doesn't go anywhere for ex-nemesis guy. (laughs) No. And it didn't make sense to me either because like this is where it it didn't make sense to me because like why did they need Simon at all to get in the picture? Because they were he, the main villain I can't remember his name off the top of my head you know me with names was the daughter was or the the so-called daughter was already working for him and they had a good relationship they were like why did he need to bring Simon in he could have just kept using her and just destroyed the world like i don't get it what was the point of calling Simon and being like hey dude i it made no sense to me like it wasn't like he was calling him to get something that he needed to continue his mission because he already had everything he needed. You know what I mean? It was more like he was just doing the other guy a favor. Like he, it was his idea to pull out. Yeah. I don't know. So that was the only thing I was just like, why? Like there was no, no connection there. I guess besides what you're saying, like doing a favor for this other guy that they're buddies and he wants to get revenge, but it's still, like he wasn't missing anything that Simon had that he had to go along with his plan to fix climate change and kill a bunch of people. Cause he already had it. You know what I mean? I, I unfortunately do. <laughs> that was the only thing I was so confused that I was like, why is even Simon? Well, like why did he even get him involved? Cause he had everything. Unless I'm missing something. That's what I'm looking for right now, but I can't remember. And all I can think of is the same thing. Like these two villains had a past with, with Simon and they just wanted that one guy just desperately wanted revenge. But it, it, I don't know why he would even had to go through all that trouble when he already had the lady, he with the, everything he needed right there. 
So if you at the at the end of this, he <laughs> I just gotta move on quickly. Uh, cause it's hurting my brain, to be honest with you. Uh, he finds out that she's not his daughter. He decides he's going to live like she is anyway. And, yeah. uh, I don't know, dude, what are you giving this as a rating? He saves the, the world, the dude, dude. It's, it's, I would say it's a, like, like you always say all the time. It's a, it's a cool Sunday read. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's not the worst thing I've ever read. It has a lot of good stuff in it. Some of the, the action scenes are fun. There's some. Some of the witty like one-liners he has are kind of funny. Some are kind of cheesy, but it just reminds me of like an a, an over-the-top like Sean Connery style James Bond movie. And um, you know, read it on a Sunday afternoon. And and if you if you're into like that style stuff, like let me ask you a question. Go ahead. This is twenty dollars for this trade. I'm getting it free on Hoopla. Yeah. Would you tell somebody like, hey, it's worth dropping 20 bucks on this? Unless I knew like James Bond was like their like jam 24 seven. Like that was the only thing they were into. I like, would hey, be like, you might like this. Check yeah, it out. Yeah. And I'm sure it has some type of nostalgia. You know what I mean? Like you were yeah. mentioning earlier, like it's, you know, from back in the day. Somebody who's read the Simon Cross stuff or something. Yeah. So, um, but if, like, other than that, I don't think I would say to spend 20 bucks on it. Yeah. I have to agree, unfortunately. I think this might be one of the first times on a B.O. dub that... Yeah, this one, uh, yeah, for sure. This I think the first one for me where I was really like, man. And I hate, I don't like talking. I don't to, like it either. You know, and it's, it's a hard situation. It's like a weird conversation to have because we've never had it like this before, yeah. you know? So if this and, felt different, that's this episode felt different. That's definitely why. Yeah, no, but it's good. Like it, I, you know, I think it's good to have these conversations because there's going to be stuff that just people don't like, yeah. and other people might love this, and that's totally great. Um, I, yeah, no, hundred awesome. percent. Yeah, and I do. Um, what What are you giving it out of five? And it's not like I hated it. You know, like I said, like yeah, I'm not looking back at it and like, dude, that was a waste of you know, an hour reading or whatever. Um, yeah. What do you give? There was some five? good stuff in it. Um, I have a guess what you're giving it. I think I'm giving it a two and a half. Yeah, I'm giving it a two and a half as well. You know, that's that's where I stand. I um, was gonna give it a three until you mentioned the whole thing. I don't know why it didn't dawn on me at the time, but that really bothers me now. Like, why did Simon Cross get involved in this at all? Like, yeah. and that dude, if he was so good at sniping through the window and killing that woman. Why not just snipe? Sign? Well, I think, you know, when you get like these older movies, like where you have like a villain and the main character where they have a, a history, you know, it's like the, they want to face off. So I right, think yeah. what you said is like, that's the reason why they kind of get him in is because that dude wants like the ultimate revenge. And that's just like, you see that in all kinds of old movies like that, you know, where they're like, yeah. they could have killed the main guy a ton of times, but they're like, I want it to be personal and like, you know what I mean? Up close and I don't know. Villains are weird. Villains are weird. That's so true. I think that would be like the biggest, um, I think you nailed it. Cause other than that, like I was thinking the whole time, like, like he had everything. It's not like Simon had something that he needed from his daughter, you know? So it was just weird. But I think what you said was right. Right on. Did you get to watch Sweet Tooth? Bro. Let's let's turn the page a little bit here and let's get into something that was just um amazing. Fantastic. Another What's you think, dude, episode 6. Okay, so I think after episode 5, I think I told you I was like, dude, that was my favorite. You episode. got a new favorite? I think so, man. It was good. It was really good, right? A lot of crazy stuff went down in it that I didn't I I don't know if I I don't know. It was great. I loved it. I I um I'm glad big man and the mom, I can't remember the mom's name of when, of all the um, hybrids that darn, what's her name? Anyways, I like how they, you know, kind of reunited at the end and, you know, they just gave each other that look like, I don't know. It, It was, it was cool, man. Dude, when they're all on the bus at the end, looking at Abbott, 
Dude, what did you know? Let's go back here. Let's start it. Let's start it at the beginning. So the opening scene, the planes are finally getting there because that was one thing you and I talked about from last one. We're like, dude, how did how did Amy. big big Her name's man, Amy? Amy, yeah, you're right. Yeah, how how did big man beat the planes? Yeah. So the planes are finally there, and they had a genius thing. They they like dropped fake purple flowers everywhere, and everybody thought it was real. So it's like turned the whole place into chaos. I thought that was really cool. Um, I liked Mullet Guy's arc. I thought he had a funny ending at the end with Bobby. Oh, dude, that was hilarious. How he's asking Bobby where the tank is. Oh, my gosh, man. I was dying, dude. Um, Keep going. Sorry. No, but yeah, so I like that, how it all started. Um, I thought it was... What do you think about the doctor and his wife? Dude. Ronnie and... I'm actually really happy that it... For her, that it went that way because he lost his mind. Yeah, he's he was over the deep end for sure. And I'm so glad that uh, Amy lit that lab on fire because otherwise he would have just been right back in there. Yeah, but somebody's got to find a cure, don't you think? I don't know. Do you think that's what Gus's mom is still working on? I mean, that's what we talked about last time. I don't know what else she would be doing. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't want to say too, too much because I know how the comic book ends. Yeah. I like, what about Bear? Do you like her arc? And getting- yeah. So you texted me and you said, Hey, man, is Bear, or I don't know how you put it, but you made a connection between Bear and, and Wendy. Wendy. Yeah. What in the show made you think that? So <clears throat> when Bear, so Bear is running with, she's pretending to be part of Last Man, right? And yeah. she's with that dude. Um, right. Jordan, I think his name is maybe. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, then they, in, in episode five, they kidnap her old friend from the animal crew. Whatever they're, I can't remember her name. Where, Becky? Animal, animal. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so um, she's a prisoner and they're going and that dude is about to kill her friend and bear doesn't let it happen right and so her and bear kind of reunite and almost like let bygones be bygones right Mm -hmm. and they're like standing in the warehouse in this old warehouse uh the plane is dropping um these basically like they're they don't even have real bombs they're basically like dropping like junk bombs or something is what they're called. Like it's oh like, yeah, like old refrigerators. Yeah, and yeah, beat yeah. Up toilets, which I thought yeah. was hilarious. And um, she's like, "Why are you trying to go after Gus? It's just one. Like, what's so special? It's just one hybrid. Like, what are you doing?" And then uh, that she's like just staring. Uh, Bear is just staring, and the girl goes, "Oh, is this because you want to find your sister, Wendy?" Uh, and that's where I made the connection and she doesn't even know Wendy's with Gus yeah and so I didn't see that one coming at all I thought that was rad yeah I was wondering I don't remember that she said the name I thought she just said with your sister I didn't remember that she said Wendy yeah and so yeah I thought that was I thought that was cool because that brings a whole nother like yeah yeah you know, adds just adds something cool to the story. So um, I thought that was cool. And overall, dude, uh, they're they're out of there. Abbott's still going to be chasing them down. They're supposedly on their way to Yellowstone. I think mm-hmm. is where they want to go. Did you get a sense that Abbott? It felt like for a brief minute that Abbott was going to give up. I definitely thought he was going to give up. I thought he was done. Yeah, when he's sitting on the steps at the end. But let's. What about the end? Do we want to talk about the very end, where there's? It's a video. It's basically the cameras. They're rolling in the bus. All the kids. Big man's driving, and Amy is sitting there oh, on the bus. She's we, got the sick dude. All of a sudden, she's sitting there, yeah. and her pinky's <laughs> doing. <laughs> her pinky's doing the little twitch, twitch, dude. Man, devastating. So like. I, I understand, like, you know, she, and it's crazy too, if you think about it, because she destroyed the lab that had a potential for the cure, which she didn't know. Right. You know what I mean? So I know you were like, you liked that just because Addy was so lost his mind on trying to develop the cure. But now she needs it because now her kids are going to be alone. Like, 
I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was cool, man. So uh, I think there's what two more episodes left. Two more, dude. I said that really weird, didn't I? No, I think it was normal. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I'm stoked on it. Uh, I don't know how the heck they get to Yellowstone in a big yellow bus. Something's got to happen in between. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Adam and will catch obviously, up with we them. know that Mom's not at Yellowstone. No, yeah, she's somewhere up deep in Alaska or something. So. But Bear, I, I think Bear, Bear, and that other girl are gonna have to come in contact with them soon because Bear talked to Gus's mom on the right. radio, remember? Yeah. So they're going to have to come in contact, I would assume, next next episode maybe, because they're all together at the same spot right now. Going to be fun, dude. So I loved it. it. It was cool, man. Heck yeah, buddy. Dude. Well. I got to tell you one more thing before we wrap it up. Yeah. I got to watch the new Miles Morales movie today. Oh my gosh, dude. Let me know. And let me first tell of you, all, let me ask you the first question I have in my yeah. mind. How was the animation, dude? Even better like, than the first one. Yeah, fantastic. Like stuff they did with lighting and color, and I loved it. I was in awe. At some like it was fantastically done. The soundtrack was awesome. Um, it, remember how I think I told you when when we talked about the the first one. That it was probably one of my favorite Marvel movies. Me too. I think this one is right there too, man. It was the only thing. And this isn't even like, it didn't make the movie bad, but the way it ends, like it ends on the, just a gigantic cliffhanger. And I didn't know mm-hmm. they were making anymore. I thought this was it. And um, fantastic. You got to see it in theater. Um, I, I loved it, dude. It was great. I want to check it out. I don't want to say too much about uh, this because I talk about it on an upcoming, another upcoming episode with uh, Ross. But I did get to see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. Did you see that one? I haven't watched it yet. I know it's on uh, Disney Plus now. Um, My kids, I think my oldest daughter was watching it the other day. I think I walked in. We talked about it. Oh, yeah, we talked. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't got to watch it yet. I'm going to have to check it out. I liked it. It was good. Good. Yeah, I won't really say too much about um, the Spider-Man movie either just because I think it came out, what, last night or today? Um, Man, I just want to tell you about it, though. You're going to have to watch it so we can chat about it because, dude, there's some rad stuff that happens in it. And there's so many, like, rad other Spider-Mans that he encounters that are just so good. I can't. Yeah, I'm going to see if I can go tomorrow. Yeah, you you should definitely try to go this weekend for sure because it was it was great. All right, I'm buddy. Uh, you want to just get into next week? I got yeah, in some reading. Yeah, but what I else don't you wanna, You want to do I a quick want, speed round? Nah, most of them I want to talk about, but I don't want to spoil them for you. Okay, let's do it next week. Next week we're hanging in the lair. We're gonna be chatting all things comics, and uh, probably another episode of Sweet Tooth. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah, we got we got two more of those, so I'm stoked. Do you got anything on your old dad radar coming out next week? Dude, next week is a huge week for books, dude. I think one that I'm pumped for that's uh, coming back for um, starting volume two is Once Upon a Time at the End of the World, issue number six. So we'll get to get back in that world with uh, Mezzi. Um, oh, Noctera. Oh, yeah. What, the is, end. Is it, I, I think it's 15. Yeah. So I think it's the last one. Noctera number 15 comes out. Uh, Phantom Road number four for you. I know you've Stoked. been updating us on that story. And it sounds can't like. can't wait. Yeah. That sounds super good, dude. What are you looking forward to, though? Uh, mostly in Phantom Road. But then we've got um, Hairball 3. I've been keeping them oh, with yeah, that. So yeah. The Matt Kent one. Yep. Yeah. And we got Deadpool Batter Blood written by. The co-creator of Deadpool himself, Rob Liefeld. So that oh, should be is fun. It? Yeah. That's pretty uh, cool. And I like the first OGN, the Bad Blood one. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was fun. So I'm excited to see what's going on there. And uh, then, did you mention the trade already? I did not. We got the trade of uh, the first volume coming out of Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. Highly recommended if you're into comic books at all. And just a reminder that if uh, you're looking for a shop or you want to 
you know, new place, check out Frank over at coffeeandacomic.com. Enter our coupon code in all caps, the comic book layer or comic book layer. I still haven't checked on that. And uh, <laughs> you'll save yourself 15%. You would think we would get that down by now. Frank's a rad dude doing cool things. So check him out. Check him out on Instagram as well. Always has some previews and stuff going on. He's doing a giveaway right now. Doesn't he have mystery know. boxes? He's got some mystery boxes right now as well, and he's got a giveaway going on. I don't know if it'll be live by the time this episode drops, but it's worth checking it out anyway. All right, dude. I'm looking forward to next week, man. Um, a lot of good stuff coming out, and it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Heck yeah, buddy. How can people keep up with us and everything we got going on, man? Yeah, dude. Um, definitely subscribe to our show. Uh, tell a friend. Uh, we love to meet you. Head on over to our Instagram, the comic book glare. You can see uh, everything we're getting into. And then jump in over on our Discord channel. Let us know if you uh, are watching Sweet Tooth, what you think. Let us know. I want to know what you guys think about the new Spider-Man movie as well, because um, I want to talk to someone about it, because I know you haven't watched it. Yeah. Because yeah. I loved it. I might even like it better than the first one. So um, Really? Yeah, I don't know. So jump over on our Discord. Uh, you can... You know- what I loved about the first one, I loved the dad. Was he he's in it? At all? Yeah, he's uh, in it. Um, there's some crazy stuff that goes on with him. I won't say it. Gwen is in it a lot. Like, you see a lot of her story in this one. So, all right, yeah, um, fantastic. And so, anyways, yeah, follow our link tree over on our Instagram. Jump in our Discord. Let's chat about it. Um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. Well worth it. Um, other than that, see y'all next week. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga nerds. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R-O-S-E-K-A-T audio.com.